Previously on Four Sides Podcast. Back in November, you guys know that I I wasn't here. When I was in Florida, I was reflecting. Every empire needs an heir. And I am pregnant and I'm due in August. So you will not see me competing. But what I really wanted to say was that the gender reveal will be at War Games May 1st. And you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast too. Otherwise, War Horse is gonna rule your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carb. We've got Noah Hudson here, the fifth side as always. What's up, guys? And it's recap time. Recap time. We'll recap time is not as good as horse time, but we can do. Yeah, I'm going to get an intro for recap time. We're just going to kind of roll with that. Um, again, like Noah said, doesn't have the same ring as horse time. It but... does not. But anyways, let's get down to business. Today, we're going to be talking about Zero One USA, which has become one of our main, main mainstay promotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to talk about kind of a new one that's kind of started yeah. here recently, uh, WrestleMax St. Louis. So, of course, first, since it's coming up before WrestleMax, let's talk about Zero One USA. Um, we got that next weekend, actually. Yeah, and, uh, well, this will be... Release the week of awesome. kind of close, yeah. so yeah. I'm, we're, I we're, feature we're, me. We're, we're recording. We are recording this uh, March nineteenth, the day before CCW. So yep. yeah, there you go. Um, Zero One's been doing some pretty good build up to their war games. Really, really good build up, dude. I I'm really really impressed. Same. Um, but let's talk about their last event. It's the Road to War Games back from February. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually had three pre-show matches. Say that three times. Three pre-show matches. Yes. First one, um, we saw Jay Marston take on our boy, the chosen one, Zay Washington. Yeah. Uh, awesome to see Zay coming up to zero one, hitting exactly. hitting them roads like he should be. Very talented guy. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, Zay wasn't able to pick up the win. Uh, yeah. Jay Marston picked it up, but you know, good to see Zay. I mean, it's a pre-show match, but he's got his foot in the door at zero one, and I think, I think he'll be coming back to do some I think good things. Be. Yeah. Uh, next match was Shay Sheen taking on Johnny Kincaid, who calls himself the Mayor of Slamville. Uh, <laughs> kind of a vaude villainish gimmick. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. At first, it didn't click with me, but as the match proceeded, yeah, it started to grow on me. Uh, I'll touch on that match. Uh, there was kind of an iffy spot. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, it's been a while, but I, I don't remember the sequence. But say she looked like she got dropped in her head, and it's just like, oh, and the ref was just standing there, not checking on her. It's just like, okay, yeah, I mean. Just miscommunications like that happen sometimes. Glad yeah. Sheen's okay. Though. Oh, definitely. Um, Shay Sheen did pick up the win in that match. Um, had a little surprisingly had a little show of sportsmanship after that match. I didn't, yeah. 
I didn't think we were gonna see that with uh, Slamville. That's, yeah, that's man. what I'm gonna call. I'm just gonna call him Slamville from now on. Uh, he played more of the heel, so I mean, interesting character. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing more of him. Uh, another guy who really, really impressed me, especially with it being a pre-show. Like, no disrespect, but a lot of people just kind of don't pay a lot of attention to the pre-show matches sometimes but this guy really stuck out Dude. uh this guy's name is uh, jake painter if you're listening shout out to okay. you okay this kid excellent like roderick young roderick strong very excellent uh in the way that he just for being a pre-show match as you just said people just you know they'll get up go buy food pre-show they'll go do whatever they need to do before the actual matches start this kid is excellent like doesn't need to be in pre-show, needs to be main card, needs to be fighting for the junior heavyweight title in that respect. Absolutely. Uh, he got a big win over Jax Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Painter, if you're listening to this, um, I know we're not talking about any fight in this episode, but uh, April 25th. Ninth. April 29th. 29th. Yeah, I keep, I keep on thinking it's April 25th for some reason, but April 29th, Quick Skating Rink in Anna, Illinois, there's a seminar with Christian Rose. Um... Uh, oh. zero one alumni, zero one, yeah. zero one heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. Christian Rose. Yep. Um, yeah. Come on over to, come on down to Anna and show them what you got. And I think you'd do great, Anna, fight underground. Like it's one of the fastest rising promotions in Southern Illinois, and yep. it's it's going to be the place to be. So I think um, we're going to sell the vision out. Wait, no, the design. That's what call it. I think we're going to show. Uh, yeah, the vision was the last one. The yep. next one's going to be by design. By design. I think yeah. it's going to sell out too. Yeah, we'll get on that later. Yeah, if you want to get tickets for that, by the way, uh, if you're listening, uh, we're not going to get into the matches yet, but um, go over to go over to Amify Underground's Facebook page, and then you can get to the link page, tree. The link tree, yeah, we're putting over the link tree now, so I I don't know the the full link, but we'll talk about that another time. You'll find it. It's the internet, guys. But uh, anyways, this was actually one of the more solid pre-shows that I've seen from any wrestling show oh yeah it was great good um i also do have to mention um before the show started they did have a a touching tribute to uh, the mississippi madman that was a good uh, rest, in peace, rest in peace mississippi madman um uh i'll uh, give props to rob leach the good old driller oh yeah for shout going, out to rob leach for going uh him and the madman they were really really close mm-hmm. and for him to go on after the touching tribute like that really really professional yeah well. absolutely we yeah. love you driller big props to rob for that yeah i wanted to i, I wanted to go over and give him a hug but just because of covid still yeah. kind of being a thing i just didn't want to like make him feel uncomfortable but i mean it is what it is um but anyways i just thought it was necessary to bring that up um mm-hmm. But on to the main card, uh, we had a really, really hot opener. Uh, we had the premiere of Campbell Myers and S.K. Bishop, accompanied by Camaro Jackson, and they took on the debuting besties in the world of Davey Vega and Matt Fidget. What an opener. Like, I've always said this time and time again. A show needs a fire opening, or you're just going to have a dead crowd the entire time. Absolutely. Uh, I always say you it. know we've we've touched on the besties a lot uh and it's the same thing as Gary J how are these guys not signed you know Gary J really doesn't care if he's signed or not but like the besties day in and day out they give so much to this craft and they're just so good 
you know, walking in, it was their debut. We were talking a little bit before we went on the air about uh, another guy. Uh, we were talking about Myron Reed yeah. not being signed. Well, he's with MLW, but um, I think I think with the, with the besties, like if I were the besties, what I would want to do is I wouldn't want to be signed just yet. I mean, they could they could very well be signed. And do signed. what Myron Reed's kind of doing. Or what Ricochet was did. doing, you know? Do the Ricochet thing. Build up your value. And, and then have people fight for you. Make them have a bidding war over you. Yeah. Know your worth. Know your worth. Uh, good match. You know, uh, SK Bishop and Soup, they work really well together. I love, I love Soup, man. Ah, oh, Soup, <laughs> man. Good, good nickname. They're, they work together, but in the end... You know, in shocking fashion, the it, best season in the world come out with the titles. It was a shocker. I mean, like, first time in zero one USA that a debuting team wins the titles. I believe so. Yeah, I mean, if anybody were to do that, it'd be the best season in the world. That's the truth. Um, but yeah, uh, big things going on in the tag team division right now in zero one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got war games going on. You got the junior heavyweight division, but. Don't sleep on the Don't tag team. Don't sleep on the tag team division. Uh, next match, we had Tanner Keeler taking on uh, what's he called? The Mad Dog. Is that what he's calling himself now? I think the Mad Dog Conley. Thank you, so much, the Mad Dog. Okay, Conley. he gave himself a new nickname, and I um, wasn't Tanner. Good performer, love him a lot. But Conley. I said it last time. Conley, I like this transition from Dan Liplock. I did not care for Dan Liplock. I didn't either. See, I don't I don't really care for their for the gimmickness of who they were trying to copycat. I'm not gonna give that guy any credit. No, we're done uh, with that. We are. I'm not gonna give him any showtime. But I didn't like any of I don't like any gimmick copying that. It was before the whole thing that happened with that guy. And I just didn't care for those gimmicks, you know, and he switched from Dan Liplock to Conley and in that switch he became the character he needs to be. I agree. Uh, so about Tanner, though, um, and he was a... We had... I'm not going to say where, but we had, like, a previous engagement to... Uh, or we were at a previous similar place prior to Zero One. And I didn't realize that Tanner's been in the business as long as he's been. Like, he's actually kind of... He's actually kind of up there on, like... Billy Hills level. Oh, really? Yeah, like he's been in the business for quite a while. Oh, jeez. I mean, I didn't didn't know a lot about Keeler at first, but I mean, no. just he got he's he's been there for a while. You learn know. you learn new things every day, Noah. Uh, yep. Conley picking up the win in that match. Uh, we got a post match assault from Conley on Tanner, mm-hmm. but um, the Man of Steel, Blake Steel, comes out and makes the save. Yep, I like Blake Steel a lot. They, so I guess our prediction was kind of right. They're they're continuing to build on this feud, and we'll get more into that later. But we got some IWA uprising action. Uh, we got the problem child Aaron Roberts challenging for the IWA U Championship against Kyle Piper, or as we like to call, call him. him. The Survivor Guy. The Survivor Guy! Man, uh, before that, you know, me, you, and shout out to Sanchez Hernandez. Jerry, The dude. best ref yes, around. Sir. We 
We got on to break kayfabe a little bit. It was pretty good. Yeah, What's with yeah. me and you and get people to break kayfabe? I don't know, man. I think it's just... Dude, I, we just have a special. It's not, it's not about how you say it. It's, I mean, it is about how you say it. It's not what you say. It's how it's, you deliver it's, it. It's the delivery, man. Yeah. It's all about the delivery. Because I, I don't know what we were saying. I think it was something about the immunity idol. And Kyle just looks at us, kind of gives us a death stare and a smirk at the same time. Me, you, and Jerry were just rolling. Uh... Aaron Roberts, I'm going to say it every time we bring him up. After that match against Hollis at CCW, he won me over. Hollis is a good performer. Like, we, we've seen it many, many years at Cape. Yeah. Aaron Roberts, I've never seen Hollis manhandle the way he was, and Aaron Roberts proved it and proved that he is a standalone talent. Yeah. Because when he first came in as a tag team, I didn't really care for him. But he broke off, became the singles guy he needed to be. Yeah, I can relate to that. Um, on a side note, Hollis Jarreau, if you're listening to this, get your butt up to Zero One USA. Yeah, brother. Uh, Kyle Piper picks up the win that retains the title. Good effort by good effort by good Aaron. effort by Aaron, but uh, he goes hey, back to tribal, tribal council, council again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better have made that joke. I was taking it running. Uh, Hopefully, he doesn't get eliminated. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't get voted off the island. The, It'd be a big sad day. Hopefully he doesn't get voted off the island of Noble, Illinois. <laughs> okay, we need We're to get sued by we, CBS. We need to move. On. Jeff Pro- Jeff Probst is just somewhere fuming right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a mixed six-person tag team match. We've got the low lives of Jordan Perry and Joey O'Reilly. Ew. And Sky Blue. Eh. Taking on, oh, yeah, that's right. Taking on Controversial Wink, Mr. C, Salazar, and La Brava. Okay, so this this is a good mixed gender six-man tag. So six-person six tag. Um, my first time seeing Controversial Wink. You know, good, good showing by them. I really yeah. like them. I really like the... AOP style, I guess. Yeah. They had to, like yeah. AOP with better beards. And then, you know, both of the females in the match, they really, really good at when their time in the ring, you know. And then, uh, Controversial Inc. is in the Evil Empire, right? Uh, they... Kind of like a hired hand? I would consider them like... Okay, so, for Star Wars fans out there that are... Star Wars Like, you, like, pre in the prequels, you have, like, the Republic and the Separatists, and then you have, like, Jango Fett and Cad Bane and the other bounty hunters working mm-hmm. for the Separatists. Like... They're not a lot, like, they're not in the Separatists, but they're, like, they're hired guns. Hired guns, like, whoever's going to benefit them the most. Whoever's going to give them the most money. Okay. So, I guess you could kind of consider Controversial Inc. to be kind of, I guess, mercenary characters. Which, I I love mercenary characters. Mercenaries are so underrated, dude. (laughs) This was a good match, though. I enjoyed it. It was. Uh, unfortunately, low lives, sky blue, get the win. But I feel like there's a lot more to be seen from Controversial Inc. I think so. And then, you know, after the match, you know, the low lives doing their low life things, you know, celebrating their small little victories. Yeah. And it blinds them from what was behind them. You know, Rain, Victoria, either you people who listen to this, you love her or hate her, but she's one of the smartest in the game when it comes to this. She knows who to bring in. And I said this when we interviewed her. Uh-huh. I told her, you have one half of the Crowleys, why not bring in the other? And what does she do? 
She followed my advice. She got Jackson Crowley. Jackson Crowley, Osh Crowley, and the rest of the evil empire jumped the low lives. And, and like Shank said, let them enjoy their small victories. Because you can win these small victories, but at the end, they're not going to win the war. And the war is the only thing that matters right now. Yep. I mean, Rain listening to your advice, maybe she doesn't hate you that much after all. Maybe she doesn't, you know. Yeah. Somebody that's not in the same room kind of got me a little heat. But we still love you, Caleb. Yeah, I mean, a little heat here and there never killed anybody. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but super awesome to see Jackson Crowley. It really was. At Zero One USA. Mm -hmm. uh, close friend of the Four Sides podcast. Yeah. Seeing him join the Evil Empire. Um Excited to see what he brings. Him and his him and his brother Otis together in Zero One. Now that's we're, it's always we, we a were, treat. We were talking about how the tag team division's heating up. Yeah, the Crowleys, man. Crowleys, Crowleys are one of the hottest tag teams on the new scenes. I'm not just saying that because I'm close to both of them. I'm actually saying these boys have put fifteen plus almost fifteen plus years now mm -hmm. of hard work and dedication in this business. As we had a conversation earlier, this business really doesn't care about people. But they've put their time and dedication into it, and it's really showing now. Yep. They're getting absolutely. places. Yep. But, um, however, I do have to give match of the night to our next match for the Zero One USA heavyweight title. Uh, oh, man. The Quadfather. The Quadfather. Camaro Jackson taking on Mike Outlaw. What a match. Can we appreciate this? We can. We can, Dude, we can take all the time Mike, we need for this. You know, Mike Outlaw... If you're listening to Mike, one, thanks for being so kind as always. Two, you give your, like like the Crowleys, you give a lot to this business. Mm -hmm. Three, you tried so hard and you got so close. This was one of the best matches I've ever seen out of the Zero One USA promotion. I agree 100%. Um, both of these guys, workhorses of the industry. Absolutely. Um, respect to both of them, really. Mm -hmm. You know, Camaro, he... They always say in the business, you're not truly a champion until you defend it at least once. Mm -hmm. And this was his first offense. Yeah. What a first offense, dude. Absolutely. For one, it's against the guy that trained you and Mike Outlaw. I believe Mike trained him. I uh, may have had something to do with that. I can't I can't 100% confirm that, but... But they tore the house down. Like, whew, left and right, like, close pinfalls. And I'm not talking, like... I'm talking about, like... Like inches away from the mat, you know, and then it was, it took my breath away. It really did. So, this kind of reminds me of like the Omega versus Okada series, kind of, where like, like Okada won the first one, and then Kenny's just trying to do everything he can to. To get that win, to, to win the big one, but he comes so close and just doesn't get it. Second time, Okada and Omega fight to a time limit draw, which is actually what happened, happened. What happened in this match. And then, you know where I'm going with this. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean, I'm sure... Yeah, you guys if you can... guys seen the Okada-Omega series, you know what's on the horizon. Yeah, they, they're they doing a really good really thing good. with uh, with. Here's Camaro my thing I love that. about Zero One so much, and credits to the Zero One management... You guys know how to do long-term long storytelling long -term. and actually, mm -hmm. actually come to it. 
Yes. The only, the only, the only thing that I'll complain about in long-term storytelling for you guys is the Cobra situation. Yeah, I mean, that's it is what it is, it though. Is, you know, it I mean, is not, what it is. The th- the bad thing is like there's so many. The bad thing is there's so many talented people on the zero one roster, and you just now everybody's gonna go over all that's the time, so and you know, it's just it's just the business. It's just the show. It is, it is what it is. It you is know? business. Cobra will get his moment. He will. But yeah, um, amazing, incredible match. Probably my favorite match I've seen All in year. 2021 so Same. far. That's going to be a hard. That is going to be a hard match to beat. I cannot. I can't wait for the next time Camaro and Mike have a one-on-one match for the title because it's going to uh, zero-one management. If you're listening, can we put them in war games? Just let them tear it down. One a singles match in the war games cage, like. So you're talking like. Mike versus Camaro in a, a two-ring match. Hey, hey, okay. <laughs> hey, I support it. <laughs> hey, don't judge. It'd be cool. It get For one, it gives them more room. It, hey, if Camaro wants to run, he can try and run. But you can't hide. Exactly. Oh, so you can run, but you can't hide. Oh. Okay, le- okay yeah. on the Mike Outlaw thing, as you're seeing, at least you didn't botch this like you did his song. Hey, Billy Kidman's theme is kind of hard to botch. <laughs> Shout out to Billy Kidman if you're listening to this. Probably not. Hey, but Lee maybe. Isn't, hey, Lee isn't gonna roast you for two days about botching a theme again. Yeah, like he usually does. Shout out to you, Lee. We Shout love you. Out this to is Billy. our shameless Big Lee World. There you go. There it is. Plug of the night. <laughs> There'll be a few more of those. Uh, we had we had us a good old intermission after this. Uh, good old intermission, dude. You know, I I went. And, Got some uh, the rain, Victoria. I got three eight by tens during that intermission. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I'm not as close to you as, as an eight by tens, but I'm getting there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you get there one of these days. I mean, I'm gonna have to run out of money one of these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> Keep getting the stimulus checks, maybe not. Oh, come on, bud. <laughs> come on, give me them old stimmy Jimmy check, did it? Ravioli, ravioli, give me the stimuli. <laughs> I posted that on my personal page the other day. <laughs> Oh man, uh, we are getting off track though. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, my intermission was kind of just taking a break, just kind of coming back down to earth from that awesome outlaw and Jackson. The thing I kind of liked about that match is that the <laughs> the fog machine had filled up the entire <laughs> yeah, and so it kind of gave off that smoky old '90s TV wrestling vibe, which but made it a hundred times was, better. That was pretty cool. It though, made it a hundred times yeah. better. Good match. It was. Uh, I can talk about that match for hours. You got anything else to anything else significant to report from intermission, or is that kind of no? No. All right. Well, we'll move on to the next match. Then we got us a triple threat number one contenders for the junior heavyweight title. We got Jimmy Carrot, who I'm a little salty with right now because um, he says nobody likes onions. Sir, sir, if you're listening, I disagree with you respectfully. Uh, Jimmy Carrot, my first impressions are like, because the same on the card, it's like, is this guy's gimmick an actual vegetable carrot? No, it's kind of like gold. He's kind of like a pirate. Yeah, that, and you know, you know, this is going to catch me more heat. I don't like onions, so I kind of agreed with his statement. Oh, I see how it is. You're like, uh, I, I don't know the lady's name, but she's like, like, every Zero One show I go to, she's always there, and she's always supporting Jimmy Carrot. So, uh, I don't know your name. I think you followed the Four Sides Twitter the other day, but uh, shout out to you. 
Uh, thanks for the follow too. Um, yeah, she was really big than Jimmy. Carrot. She's really, she's a she really gets into it, especially mm-hmm. when Jimmy Carrot. Uh, but anyways, uh, Jimmy Carrot versus Sam Engage versus Blake Steele again, number one contender. I'll say something. Uh, in the last zero one recap we did, I said that I didn't really care for Saban. I would like to retract that statement. Uh, in this match, he really won me over, and I looked at both you and Jerry, and I said that I, he won me over. Told you, man. This kid is actually like talented, like really, really good. Yeah. You know, and you put him up against a veteran in Blake Steele. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who's had many, many years in this business, and I don't know how many years Jimmy carrot has but you know good good triple threat saving really won me over you know uh carrot i'm kind of eh yeah carrot's pretty good i mean he's good can we talk about the shooting star he hit yeah god i thought he's he was... got he's got a great shooting star press i'm glad he does i thought we were about to have another brock lesnar shooting star incident i think that's my thought when anybody does that move though yeah but yeah, what happened in this match basically is uh, so back to the the Conley and Blake Steele incident. Yep. Conley comes out and interferes since you know Blake got back into his business earlier that night, um, and they basically have a fight, and the fight is so bad that um, everybody from the back has to come out and break it up once again. And for some reason, even though he was still in the match, Blake still gets dragged away. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get it at the same time, because it's like, you gotta, like, separate the guys, but I mean... But let the dude finish his match. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of disappointed they didn't let Blake finish the match, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, the finish, however, uh, Jimmy and Saban... I don't remember exactly what the spot was, but um, both their shoulders were... On the ground, referee counted it, and it was a it was a draw. Yep. But uh, since the match was great, uh, zero one management decides that they're both going to be the number one contender. So um, I guess I guess it's I guess it's going to be a, a Dalton versus Ray Fury versus Hollis type situation where uh, where Dalton and Ray Fury both beat Hollis, <laughs> even though it's a triple threat match. Like they're both the winner. Yeah, it's one of them situations. Pretty much. So yeah. Um, your number one contenders, Saban and Jimmy. Uh, next match was the debut of the Crowleys. Yes. Uh. And they were accompanied by Shank Barzini, our evil queen, Rain Victoria. The queen. And Mr. Kyle Phillips. And they, in their dinner for the night, was the team. Dinner? The Crowleys are going to kill him, dude. Okay. The, the, all right. It, it's all the right, gimmick. Right. Okay. 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 I'm okay. trying to. I, I was just making. I was just making sure you were. It's the gimmick. Okay. I was just making sure. I was just making sure. That's cool. But uh, they took the fight and got a dominant victory over Chris O'Brien and Devontae Knox, DC Black. You know, I've seen these DC Black twice, and they're kind of growing on me. Yeah, you know, I mean, they had a, they were a very short showing against the Crowleys. Yeah, which it's 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 very hard to like compete with the Crowleys. Oh yeah, definitely. But they had it. They 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 tried the rest. Yeah, I mean, they're getting in there. They're paying their dues. You yep. know, good for them. But I mean, 
you're just not gonna you're just not gonna get a win over the Crowleys no. where they're at right now. Exactly. No disrespect to them, but no. But after the match, uh, Shank said was pretty much like, "This is all you guys have to offer for for the Crowleys." That was yep. a bad Shank impersonation. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's a hard. It's hard to do a Shank. It is. Shank, that's the thing I'm about kidding. Shank. He is so. Everything about him is just so unique from. His look to his voice and even the way he moves. Exactly. Everything is just so unique about Shank. And as you're on the topic of they were, as Shank was like, is that all you have for the Crowleys? Well, you know, music hits and comes out the team of Walker Hayes. Brother, brother. Brother, brother, brother. And his tag team partner, Anakin Murphy. We broke a little kayfabe there. Just a little bit, baby. <laughs> They're gonna think we're crazy again. Yeah, kayfabe's dead anyway. Kayfabe is dead. Um, good match. Really, really good match. You know, uh, I'll say it time and time again. I will forever put over the Crowleys and Walker Hayes and Anakin Murphy. And Anakin Murphy, man. We're gonna get on this later, but in the Anna recap, I'm really gonna put over Anakin. So just get ready for that. Yeah. Uh, Walker Hayes. For a for a bigger guy in wrestling, he should not move in the way he does. Jesus. It's like we were talking about, um, if you haven't got to listen to this, uh, go check out our episode with Walker Hayes, but like there's a lot of big boss man in that guy. There is a lot of big boss man in Walker big Hayes. Big Boss Man was like one of the Big Boss Man was like one of the first dude like one of the first big guys that could like move. Yeah. Like fast, like And you know, and Walker just throws his body. Uh, he threw uh, Otis. That is that's not an easy thing to do. No, when he like threw him against the ropes, and Otis came back, and Walker just threw himself in the crossbody. <laughs> or like, I mean, he literally quite threw Otis Crowley across the ring, which that is hard to do. To yeah. throw either one of those Crowleys like that, to, um, to even get him on the ground. Exactly. Uh, self-destruct, they had a really, really, really good showing. They just didn't come up with the win. Crowley's take two dubs in one night. Yep. Like we said, it's really hard to beat the Crowley's. Yeah. Uh, self-destruct, like you said, good effort from them. Good effort. I, man, I, on a, on, in their singles career, Walker Hayes is amazing, so is Anakin. Put these two together. If any promoters that are listening that is not, uh, CCW, for one, CCW, please bring Anakin in. Uh, Anna, book Walker Hayes, Anakin Murphy and the Crowley's like if you need some spice in your tag team division, those four guys are gonna tear the house down every single time. I agree. Um, our main event was the Zero One USA Junior Heavyweight Champion Victor Analog taking on our boy the Cobra. The Cobra. Good match. Yes, very good match. Victor either. Analog's gimmick is so good. It is. From his entrance, from his gear, which he makes himself. Mm -hmm. From how he wrestles, man, he's just so good. He's coming off that hot win off Gary J. You know, and his second title defense, second title defense, right? Yeah, this would be, no, this would be his third title defense. His third title defense for that junior belt. And you know, Cobra. It seemed like there for a little bit, Cobra was gonna get it, and then he started working the leg. Yeah, and that was. I... Yeah, I, that's a one thing I really, really enjoyed about the match was the the storytelling with the, with the leg. Exactly. Uh, it was it was mid match and uh, when uh, Analog just threw that like heavy left inside leg kick and it Cobra the, the Cobra just collapsed. 
That was one of my favorite spots. Yeah, it's kind of subtle, but you know, it's just those, it's that storytelling in the match that I really uh, liked. And it was it was the leg issue that brought the Cobra down, and Victor Analog is going to take the W and retain his title. Yeah. But uh, the Victor wins by uh, referee stoppage, which yeah. was a rare, a surprise to be sure, but a very welcome one. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a got to protect the performer. That was a great. I think that was a really good finish. It made Victor look really strong. It did. Uh, going into what we're getting ready to talk about. Yes. Um, after the match, uh, Jimmy and Saban come out to try to make their claims. To who gets? Who's next in line? Yeah. And then. And then. The return of Jake Lander. Man. Jake Lander, for one amazing performer i'm glad to see he's back uh you know he's been he's been sidelined for almost a year i think it's been a year you know with the leg injury and then re-injuring the leg in his other leg to see him come back and he walks in and he's like you boys can fight but i never lost the belt that's right he never lost he that never belt. lost the belt so my and my theory jake lander is first in line because he never lost the belt have him and Victor go at it. Whoever wins, then can get Saban or Care or get them both at the same time. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Lander should be first in line. I mean, I mean Saban and Jimmy did win that triple threat match, but I mean Jake never lost. Never the title. lost it. He he needs his he needs his fair one on one matchup. Yeah, I agree. So um, overall, uh, well, actually before before that. Um, so Lander cuts his promo, and then uh, Jimmy and Saban kind of shockingly attack Victor and Victor and Jake. And yeah, I was kind of predicting an, a little bit of an aggressive side coming out of Saban, just because of how many times he's lost against Victor. So, um, could we be seeing a new side of Saban Gage and I think Jimmy so. Carrot too? Yeah, you know? um, but. Um, Victor and Jake, they take the fight back to them, and then, uh, it seems like Jake was gonna hit a, a lander driver on Victor, but he lets him out, and, you yeah. know, just gives him the belt back and says, you know, I'm coming for this soon, so you better keep it Can we talk about how good and clean the lander driver looks? It's amazing. Man. Everything lander does. That's the great. truth. Uh, it was when him and Warhorse in that ladder match, I went back and watched that. Oh, yeah. On oh, IW, on IWTV. my. What a match, dude! It was. It gave me it gave me El Generico Kevin seen ladder wars vibes. I I could see that, especially that finish. Yeah. The, the that was the double stomp through the ladder to the Ugh, outside. Right? Man, that was brutal, man. <laughs> but yeah, overall, really, really great zero one show. Great show. I'm always, so glad to see my boy Lander back. They always put on a great show, but I think. I think since I've started coming back, I think this has probably been my favorite Zero One show. Yep. I think I think this next one's gonna beat it though. Oh, do you think so? The next one, Prelude to War Games. Oh, we are getting so close to War Games. March twenty seventh. That that is uh, gonna be Saturday. You can still get your tickets at zeroneusa.com. Keyword tickets. Keyword tickets. Yes. And as usual, let's let's go through this card. Let's here. roll into it. We have got 
quite a stacked card. Like you said, oh. this may this may top road the war games. It might. Uh, we got a tag team match, or should I say, a team challenge? Because from the red team, Kyle Pfeiffer and the mystery partner. <laughs> I killed, killed, I just killed Noah, by the way. Uh, Takes on, from the blue team, the problem child here. Only one can be the true survivor. Who will win? Survivor. We're getting sued. Yeah. I I would say I would like Big Lee from Big Lee's World to be our lawyer. Yeah. Another Uh, shameless I, I support that, but anyway, seriously, we do have a... Tag match with Kyle and the mystery partner taking we, on there. We gotta make signs that are red and blue, mystery red partner. and blue like ah. signboard and team challenge. Go we'll, blue. We'll, we'll discuss this off the air. <laughs> okay. But, um, <laughs> I guess the I guess my thing for predicting this match is it's not like who's gonna win. I think it's more of like who are the partners gonna yeah. be. And I'll just I'll just put it out there. I think uh, they've been tagging. At other places for a while, and idea, we we seen we seen them in the pre-show of World the War Games. I think Aaron might bring in his his boy Zay Washington. It, perfect. You bring in, put them together as the young goats, and we'll just let them ride. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to say who Kyle would team with, though. I mean, uh, that's a wild card pick, in my opinion. That is, that he can, he can bring in anybody he wants. So yeah. Uh, in the form of the aspect, in the form of the just the guests, you know, the mystery. I got the young goats. Yeah, or whoever, whoever Aaron, whoever, whoever he friend. teams up. Yeah. This has not, this has not been confirmed. It's not yet. been confirmed, <laughs> but I, if I had to put money on anybody that Aaron Roberts in the world would bring out, it'd be Zay. Yeah, I, you know, just uh, Kyle. Kyle's been getting some wins, you know. Yeah. In title matches, and you know, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be Aaron's match, and uh-huh. he's going to. He's going to finally get that big win he's been looking for. Yeah. I'm going to go with Team Aaron Roberts. The blue the blue team. The blue team. I'm going to go with the blue team on this one. He finally doesn't get sent to the Tribal Council. Yeah, he wins immunity finally. Uh, next match, we got a... I guess this could qualify as a Hoss fight. Uh, we got Tanner Keeler taking on the returning Justin Kyle. I might so, think I with Justin on this one, man. I was going to say, so you know how we see how Justin Kyle kind of does... The little, uh, the cleanup, the, the death of people. Tanner, you're in danger, my friend. Uh, I, I'm afraid to say so, but you... Prepare. No. I've got Justin Kyle. Man. Beast. All, all but good words to say about Justin Kyle. Amazing performance. I love Justin Blew Kyle. me away in that cage match against Camaro Jackson. Yes. So, I guess, I'm assuming you're going with Justin Kyle. Yep. All right. Uh, we got a rematch from the Road to War games. We got the Crowleys once again taking on DC Black. Okay, like I said just ten minutes ago, <coughs> it is hard to beat the Crowleys. It is. If it was that hard for Self-Destruct to beat the Crowleys, it's going to be another easy night for Jackson and Otis. I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with the Crowleys, but I am going to bring up this fair point. Because DC Black, that was their, last month was their first time facing the Crowleys. So, um, like I said, I think the Crowleys will win. But, I think, knowing what they're getting themselves into a little more. more of a showing. I think DC Black is going to 
put up a little more of a fight than they did last time. So I mean, sure. the Crowleys may get their dinner, but I think they I think they're gonna have to work maybe a little harder for it this time. If you know what yeah. I mean. But sure. I'm not taking. If you're I'm, DC I'm still, Black, you you've got to be reviewing some footage before yeah. you go in. Yeah, I'm still going with the Crowleys, but Me I mean, I I just figured that it was important to note that. I think DC Black's going to put up a better fight this time. I think so, too. Another tag team match. This is a six-man tag team match. We got the Quadfather, Camaro Jackson. The Quadfather. Camaro Jackson. We got Big Soup. Soup. Campbell Myers. And we got SK Bishop. That boy, right? That boy. The premiere is going to be taking on... The team of Mike Outlaw and self-destruct of Walker Hayes and Anakin Murphy. This is going to be good. For one, I want to pit over Camaro for a little bit. Has one of the best gear in the game. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. From the Wakanda-inspired gear, from the normal purple Camaro gear to the like the car Camaro gear. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Uh, SK Bishop, <laughs> really good. You know, I've only seen him wrestle twice, but really good. Soup, man, what a gimmick. Really, 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 really good to incorporate your name and incorporate a nickname and put it all together. Um, Campbell Soup Myers. Campbell Soup Myers. Um, but then you have the opposing team. You have Mike Outlaw, who's put so many years in this business. You know, like the discussion we had over the air, this business doesn't care about people. It is. It's a brutal business for it re- sure. It man. really, it really is a brutal business. And Mike Outlaw has kind of found a way to tame it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have. Brother, brother, Walker Hayes and his tag team partner, Anakin Murphy. And, you know, it, it's really hard for me to bet against the premiere, but I'm going to do it here. I'm taking Mike Outlaw. He in the sense of revenge that it was a time limit that if it wouldn't have been the front time limit, I, I put my, Mike Outlaw would be the new champion. It's going to be Mike Outlaw. It's going to be the brother, brother, Walker Hayes and Anakin Murphy taking the dub. All right. Yeah, this is another hard one for me because I I love both the teams so much. Yeah, me too. I think I'm also going to go with Outlaw and Self-Destruct for the same reason you did. Just the redemption from last month. They're both on this redemption tour. Well, absolutely. I mean, but I mean, Mike Mike Outlaw getting a win over Camaro. Could put him in... back Back into the title picture, get another title shot, you know? Yeah. So, uh... There was a thing I forgot to mention that happened that Road to War Games, there was an announcement that on May 1st at War Games, there's going to be a match to hopefully put the big feud the rest between Blake Steele and Conley. Yep. Because these guys have been tearing every, like... Quite literally tearing the house down. Yeah, like, <laughs> like we said, like the entire... Locker room. locker room had to like come out and separate these guys like, twice. Like I like, don't get me wrong, I like seeing a good few, but like it, this could become unsafe. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really could. <laughs> I mean, this could be a, this could be, Career you know what I'm getting. It's it's safe to come to zero one. Don't, we're kayfaving, man. <laughs> it, it's 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 kayfabe, guys. It, we're gonna be okay. I promise. I I can't go to zero one show and not feel. <laughs> I want to feel safe. We're gonna get heat now, Kalo. I know, I know. Hey, I gotta, I, I gotta pick up some things from Big Lee eventually. <laughs> but uh, 
Now hey, you got <laughs> heat with Flea. So the so the big thing for Prelude to War Games was uh, so Blake Steele and Conley get to pick each other's opponents. So first, Blake Steele versus the opponent of Conley's choice, and that is the stiff Robo Ginger Gary J. If I do not get a chop war out of this match, and I'm not talking the little three chops, if I don't get a good ten chops each chop war out of these two men, I'm going to be upset. These are two of the hardest hitting vets in the sport. We're going to get on this later, but if you guys have not seen the photo of Anakin Murphy after his battle with Gary J, go look at it, and you're going to see what I mean by what Gary J's chops can do. Yeah, and It will leave you purple. And there's going to be no fighting between Blake and Conley because there is a there is a, there's a no contact clause. Mm-hmm. If they if they touch each other, it voids their game. Their, their dog collar match yep. at War Games is off. Is off. Um, in this match, man, Blake still is really running me over. Like I said, but at the end of the day, it is really, 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 really hard to bet against Gary J. And for that main fact, I've got to go Gary J. You know, hard hitting. He's coming off a loss against Rick Daniel. Like he's kind of on a little of a redemption tour. I think he's going to take that anger out, and I think he's just going to beat down Blake Still. Uh, I love Gary. Like, he was a great guest on here and stuff, and I'm a big fan of Gary J. Thank obviously. you, Gary, for coming on, by the way. Yes, absolutely. But um, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on this one. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with Blake Steele just mainly because I feel like I feel like he needs a big win going into this dog collar match. And Good point. What a better win to get than a win against Gary J. And I'll kind of get into my reasoning for why Gary J. continues his losing streak with this next match. Um, we got now. This is this is this is match of the night candidate here. I know where you're going with this. We got the Mad Dog Conley taking on Blake Steele's choice of opponent. The returning Warhorse. So, I I've been ready to talk about this all night. Last time, I, I seen Warhorse zero one. He jumped off a cage, and to my thing, I thought he broke Christian Rose's leg, which he didn't. But uh, for one, it's going to be good to see the heavy metal hitter in Warhorse. Um, Conley, if you're listening to this, you're either watching tape. Or you're doing what Conley does, whatever he does in his spare time. You've got to prepare for Warhorse. He's he's a different breed. You know, uh, I'm gonna take Warhorse. You know, I would take Conley for the reason you took Blake Seal. But for one, it's gonna be Warhorse. Warhorse is gonna have the crowd. He's gonna have the hype. He's gonna have the return like motto. And he's just gonna come and he might manhandle Conley more than anybody has ever done before. Yeah, this is true. It's a good point there. Um, Warhorse, if you're listening to this, I apologize, but on the on the little notepad I'm looking at here, I forgot to write your name in all caps. You had one job. I had one job. I know. I know. When it comes down to the day and Caleb has these one jobs, these one little specific things to do, especially in the writing notes, not capitalizing Warhorse's name. Come on, Caleb. I know, but uh, I am going to go with Conley, not just for the same reason I went with Blake Steele, but um, now here's where we get into some interesting stuff. A little a little bit of the dirt, maybe. Mm, are you referencing what I think you are? I think I am referencing what you think I am referencing. Are you going to... Two men. Are in, you... 
<laughs> Are you saying that I'm finally going to get to see Gary J versus Warhorse live? We'll see. Oh man, I know be, what? I'd be the happiest. The fact kid. the fact is for the first I think for the first time since the collective back in October Gary J and the Warhorse are in the same arena. Jesus. And when Gary J and Warhorse are in the same building, bad things happen or good things happen, but I mean, <laughs> something happens, you know? <laughs> and I think Conley's going to get this victory. And I think it's going to, I think Gary J's going to have something to do with it because, you know, Gary J doesn't like Warhorse. He doesn't. Yeah. And Warhorse doesn't really care for Gary J. And you gotta think, ever since the collective, Gary's been waiting for an opportunity to get Warhorse. I mean, Noble Illinois is the perfect venue to do it, too. Yeah, it sure is. But again, I think that's gonna be a match of the night candidate. Connolly oh, and definitely. Warhorse, two very hard hitting dudes <laughs> just going at it. Uh, we're getting into some title matches here now. We got three title matches of the night. Uh, we got for the Zero One USA Junior Heavyweight Title. We actually got a fail four way. Uh, so it's gonna be Save Engage. Yep. Jimmy Carrot. Mm-hmm. The returning Lander. Yes. Taking on Victor Analog. The champion. Yes. Champion. And I'll, I'm gonna say the cliche Michael Cole. The champion doesn't have to be Finn to lose the belt in this match. <laughs> um, the, the, here's my only complaint. I am big mark for Fatal Four Ways. Lander should have got his one-on-one -on -one match. But I don't think he's going to need it. I think Lander's going to take care of business. Lander's going to be smart. He's going to take advantage. He's going to let the other dogs fight. And at the end of the day, we're going to have a new 0-1 USA Junior Heavyweight Champion, Jake Lander. You know, this is the. This will be uh, Victor Analog's fourth title defense. And in two of his title defenses, counting this one, like this is a fail four way match. And he also defended the title in another fail four way match. So. And he, and he successfully defended against Gary J. So, Which is hard to beat Gary J. The fact that Victor Analog is willing to say, you know what, you three want to make a claim, I'll take all of you on. I don't care. I have if you a want, lot of if respect. You, if you want, like, as the, great John, as the great John Cena once said, you want some, come get, get some. some. And um, for, for that reason, I'm picking Victor Analog to retain the title. I have so much respect for Victor Analog. For the way he expresses himself in his gimmick, from the way his gimmick is, how much he's put into his gimmick, time and money. You know, some guys just go by the gear. Victor sits down, takes time out of his day, makes his gear. He's made the helmet that he wears. Very Daft Punk inspired. Mm-hmm. Why did Daft Punk break up, man? Big sad yeah, moment for but the gimmick, boys. Gimmicks aren't everything in wrestling. Like, yeah, but I I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, but I mean, and and how he executes it in the ring too. Yeah, that's true. But like the in ring work that Victor does, like the like he may not be the biggest guy on the roster, and like, but you don't have to be the biggest guy in the roster. What Victor has is heart, and I think exactly. that's. And it does. It's it's gonna sound cliche how you say it, but no, the kid does have heart. The kid loves this business, 
And the kid knows what this business is going to throw at him. And that's why he's so good. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's taken on three challengers. Because... This is his second time doing it. And, you mm-hmm. know, and I didn't know about that. I didn't yeah. know about his first Fatal 4-Way. That's fine. It's not going to change my decision. I just yeah. think, because I've seen Lana wrestle multiple, multiple times. I, I think you. he just has a little bit of the upper hand. Hey, I get you, man. I respect that. And if Victor does come out of it winning, he might be one of the greatest junior heavyweight champions of all time. Yep. That's a, that's a very bold Not many there. guys can say, oh, yeah, before my 10th title defense, I defended it twice in a fatal four-way. Yep. I mean, like you said, I mean, you said it's cliche, Michael Cole, you don't have to be pinned to lose the title but you know that's a risk of going in a fatal four-way and the fact that victor is willing to take that risk to prove himself just says a lot about you know victor could have went to management and like oh i want these guys in a singles match leading up to war games and then i'll fight the last one at war games. he's a fighting champion though, he's a fighting champion he'll he he's here to take on all comers exactly he wants to be like you said he wants to be the greatest Zero one USA junior heavyweight champion of all time. Yeah. And he's on a good he's on he's a good, on a good path to do it. Yes, he is. But our our next title match, and I guess I don't want to say what's gonna be the main and semi main because you know We don't we never know. You never know. Cards subject to change. And yeah. Caleb, you're very familiar with those I words. sure am, I know. I sure <laughs> am. Uh we got the New Zero One USA Tag Champions, the besties in the world, taking on the low lives. Okay. Here's my thing. Like I said, let the low lives win these small little victories, but they'll lose the war. But they're not going to beat the besties in the world. Davey Vega, Matt Fitchett, two of the best tag team wrestlers. In the indie season right now. And you know, they work together better than Jordan and Joey do. You know, it's it's a given fact. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not even saying this because I'm biased to the Evil Empire. I'm saying this because I've seen the besties wrestle all over. And I've watched their matches from Evolved and all that. At the end of the day, when you're staring across the rink from Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett, you have to be an elite tier tag team to beat them. Yeah. And the low life's just not it. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, I know I'm leaning more towards Evil Empire in the war game story, but I, I do think, I, I actually shared on the Twitter page the other day, uh, non-biased opinion, this match is going to tear the house Oh, it's going to tear the house down, don't get me wrong. Like, Joey, yeah. Joey and Jordan are a good tag team. I just, uh, you know, I just don't I, really... I hate to say it just because of the gimmick, you know, where we lean towards Evil Empire. Yeah. Jordan... And Joey, they work good together. They're good. They, they're they crafty. But I think it's going to be the ego of Jordan. It's their downfall. Yeah. And that's what their downfall was against the uh, Hades 19 and Oates Crowley. Yeah. I think it's going to have the same ending in that. And then, is there going to be another show after this one? Or is it no, after this is War Games. This is the prelude to War Games. So after this, it's War Games. Oh. So we're we're that close, man. Like man. you said, it's right around the corner. Jeez, but uh, I think the besties walk into war games champions. Yeah, I think so too. But like I said, uh, non biased opinion. Uh, 
this is going to be a, n- another match of the night. It's going to be a barn burner. Yeah, um, Jordan and Joey uh, don't agree with their tactics. I don't Or either. what they stand for. But, no. I mean, they're a great tag team. Because once I you disrespect our queen, you lose our respect. I mean, maybe not our respect. But I mean, like, I respect them as a tag team. But, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I know. Trying to work. We already we already established that kayfabe's dead. All right. Okay. All right. I, I tried. I tried, Rain. All Look right. At him. For the... Look at him. How the tides have turned. I know. I know. Really? <laughs> you trying to get heat on me? And look at you now. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, sorry, I got man. my revenge right, right. I'm happy. All right. All right. We're even. Yes, we're we even. are. All right. <laughs> So, uh, last match for this card is for the Zero One USA Women's Championship. It's Sky Blue taking on Billy Starks. Okay, this is gonna be good. For one, when we saw Billy Starks versus uh, Dalton Diamond, we'll and get more on that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I earned a lot of respect for Billy. I've never seen her wrestle live. I went back on IWTV and watched some of her matches. You know, really, really good performer. Absolutely. And I think she's gonna walk into War Games Women's Champion. I I've got Ooh, yeah. Sky Blue, uh, not Sky Blue. I've got Billy Starks. You got Billy Starks. Yes. Hmm. And I think the reason is is you know. Hang on, train. Ah uh, no, no, it's the hype train, man. The hype train, dig it. <laughs> it's that Billy on a speaking of train. She's kind of on a hype train right now. You know, uh, from multiple promotions all across the world, uh, the uh, United States right now, should be all across the world, but, you know, COVID. Um, she's going to walk in. This is her debut, isn't it? Uh, no, she's actually done several Zero One USA shows. See, I, I had a yeah. big, like, almost two years Zero One break, so I don't yeah. remember much about that. But uh, I think she walks in. I think she takes gold. And I think she walks into War Games. As champion, whatever they're gonna throw her there in the war games. You know, we recently had Billy Starks here on the Four Sides podcast. Yes, we did. Thank she, you, Billy, for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Billy, if you're listening. Um, <clears throat> she's got a lot of stuff coming up, Noah. She's got uh, she's got RSB Spring Break. She's got a Alley Cat Show. Uh, she's got some other WrestleMania weekend shows. I she's... think down at WrestleMania weekend, especially RSP Spring Break, she's gonna make a really defined name for herself. And I really, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna shoot her to the moon. Yeah, but my point, the point I'm getting ready to make, and this is not to take anything away from Billy Starks as a performer, because like you said, she is an, she's an amazing performer, probably one of the best female talents to come out of the Midwest in a very long time. And like I said, I like I said, talking to her, I think, I think she will be signed eventually. Yeah, very soon in the next few years, but right now with all of the big opportunities she has, like spring break, I think I don't know if I don't know. I think with everything on her mind like that, I think Sky Blue may be able to get one on her. You know what I mean? Because man, you I, really I, do want all the heat, don't you? That's I mean that's a lot to I mean not that's that's just a lot. You know what I'm saying though, right? I mean, but. But like you know, when we when I first met Billy at uh, Fight Underground, she had a lot on her plate too. Yeah, and you know, she still performed good. And oh, I think yeah. I I don't think it's gonna be in her mind. I think she's 
she's that type of performer that when you get in there, yeah, she may have the big, the one of the biggest things on her horizon of her career with RSP Spring Break and WrestleMania weekend, close. But she's there to get business done, and she's gonna get business done, and she's gonna beat Sky Blue, and she's gonna walk into War Games Women's Champion. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. Like, again, I think this is gonna be a great match. Oh, it's gonna Another, be a really great match. Every this card is so stacked. Exactly. Like whenever all the matches were announced, like we got us a little group chat, right? And yep. I, I sent the card to the group chat, and I'm like, guys, this has this has the potential to be show of the year so far. Yep. Um, I don't know. I think I think just for the sake, like, just for the sake of the storyline, I think a I, I might have to go with Sky Blue for the win on this. I get going for the sake of the storyline, but. Maybe, you know, if do we know if Sky's gonna be in War Games? Um, I'm assuming like she's got a thing with the low. She's she's got a thing going on with the low lives right now, so it's very possible she could be in War Games. I think if she's in War Games, I think she'll drop the belt. I think it just gives her more focus to focus on War Games. That's also that's also a good point. And that that's besides Billy being the amazing performer that she is, and that the way she can just get business done. Yeah, and not. And not worry about, oh, oh, I'm here tonight, but in two weeks, I'm going to be in Tampa on the same card as, like, Ricky Shane Page and Nick Gage. Yeah. No, she's there. She's like, I'm at 0-1 USA. I'm here to win this championship. I'm here to take the title. Yeah. She's going to get business done. Yeah. I mean, there's been other opportunities for her to fight for the 0-1 USA women's title, and, you know, she's come up short. So, I mean, this may... This may be so her. The, this may be her moment. Her moment. To win it's the another belt. redemption tour story. It could be, it could be. I mean, it's real. This is like one of the hardest. I think this is one of the hardest matches we've had to make a prediction on. I really think it is, and you know, and I, I do. I do like that we're split on this, but I do think at the end of the day, I do. I do. I'm hundred yeah. percent Billy Starks on this. Yeah, the only sad thing is, um, Rain's not going to be in action for a little while because, yep. um, as you. If you listen to the Otis Crowley episode, um, she's bringing an heir to the Empire. Exactly. And um, gender reveal, March 1st, War Games. It's going to be exciting. And another match at War Games is going to be, of course, the dog collar match between Conley and Blake Steele. And then you've got the War Games match. And hopefully, hopefully, if you're listening, Zero One Management, give me War Horse and Gary J so I can at least see it once in my lifetime. We'll see. And then uh, it was also announced that Super Crazy is yeah. going to be in the house. He was a um, fight on the ground. Very, very chill guy. I'm going to plug this before you plug this. They're going to do a seminar. Yeah. Any local performer from around here, it's uh, from the Cape Girada area. It is a three-hour drive, but it is a three-hour drive worth it to get to that seminar with Super Crazy because people who talked to me who did it at Anna Fight said it was one of the best seminars they've ever done. Uh do it. Even if you've been in the craft for a while, do it and learn something from one of the greats. Super Crazy is one of the most traveled wrestlers still doing it right now. Super Crazy, and pun intended, was super chill when I talked to him. Yeah. I really enjoyed him. And uh, is he going to be in action at War Games? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny this at okay. this time. And if he is, man, I'm kind of glad... That that roof isn't short. We might actually get to see if he flips. That's what I said. I was that was that was my only disappointment with man, Super Crazy. Man, I was Anna. so sad at Anna 
when Super Crazy went to do the flip. And that that roof is so small. I know. I wanted to see that moonsault so bad. But, uh... But, yeah, get Oh, your... man, this has been a good yeah. time. Hey, we got more. We got more. Um, But first, if you want to... Or you should come to Zero One USA yes. on March 27th. The Prelude to War Games. Get your tickets at ZeroOneUSA.com. Keyword, tickets. Tickets! There are limited seats due to the COVID-19 still going on, but... Yeah. So you better get them tickets. Hey, we're, we're kind of getting back normal. Yeah, we are. Vaccines are getting out. I say every episode, but... Hey. Yeah. Need to be said. Yep. Um... Before we get to our next topic, so to say, mm-hmm. we were on Zero One for a good amount of time, but yeah. I'd like to kind of plug some upcoming shows going on. Um, of course, like we said, March 27th, Zero One USA. Um, April 3rd, what we're going to be talking about here in a moment, WrestleMax St. Louis, Episode 2, the David Lee Memorial Tournament. Um, April 17th, you've got... The return of Glory Pro Wrestling to St. Louis. They're actually going to be running out of the Broadway Athletic Club, which is very a old very, building. very historic building. venue in St. Louis. So yep. that's really a big deal. April 24th, Cape Championship Wrestling returns to Cape Girardeau, the arena building. That's April 24th? It will be April 24th. That's the same night as Usman and Mazi Dolph, too. Is it? Yeah, it's going to be hard to see. Hey, you should come to CCW instead. Uh, more, I like B dubs. Okay. More, more details to come on that soon. Um, I think it's March. I think it's April twenty fourth. I think it is too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it is. I had to confirm that it is confirmed. Yeah. April 29th, Anify on the ground by design. By not division by design. By design. Ricky Shane Page is going to be there. Um, so come check it out. I am so hyped, and I told Caleb from the moment this was announced. I'm gonna spend so much money on RSP merch, and I know he's not listening. But Ricky, please bring shirts. Yeah, and please. Then, and then, last but not least, of course, May first, the big Zero One USA War Games event, and you can actually, I believe, I think you tickets can, are live. For it. I believe you can get your tickets for that now. Same link, Zero One USA dot com keyword tickets. It's gonna be two big things at War Games. You know, the gender reveal. Rain and the War Games match, which people, I'm telling you, unless you're going to go to the NXT TakeOver War Games, this could be the only time in your entire life you could see a War Games live. It very well could be. That's a good point, Noah, but uh, now that we kind of plugged some shows, let's get into our, because we said we were going to talk about this, so uh, let's talk about this new promotion that just started in St. Louis. Uh, we got to go up. We got to go up there a while back. I think it was uh, February fifteenth. I'm not. I'm not. It's been. A, it's been a it's while. It's been a while. It's been a I, while. Was it February? Yeah, it was. It was in February. Yeah. February twenty seventh. That's when it was. No, that no, was that was that was, zero, that was zero one. No, that, that was, was that was. I can't keep my dates straight anymore. Neither can I, dude. That's why I take notes in my phone. But anyways, important thing. We went up to. We we went up to St. Louis. It's gonna be fun for you to edit. Yeah, we went up to. I'm not editing that out, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> we went up to Red Flag up in St. Louis. Great, great venue. Great venue, by the way. Awesome for one. Red Flag. They had flags. I enjoyed it. Big venue. Very like modern slash old timey vibes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, and they sold Red Bulls there. I love Red Bulls. Yeah. The so. only thing Noah didn't like about it is he had to pay a he had to pay a surcharge. Bruh, bruh, <laughs> bruh. I paid twenty five dollars for the ticket. Then you gotta tell me I gotta pay three extra dollars just because I'm seventeen. Jailbait. <laughs> he just flipped me the bird, guys. Yep. He just flipped me the bird. Yep. <laughs> but you know what? He deserves it. I, I do sometimes. <laughs> Let's get into these matches, though, man. Uh, this was a this was a great show. Uh, Pre-show match, we had Edvin Kudik, which I didn't even know Edvin was still doing stuff. He was actually, when I first seen him, he was in a tag team with uh, Matt Kimway. They were, uh, damn it, I can't remember what they were called, but the Pride or something, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's been, that was, that was years. way back, a few years ago. The good old days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was taking on uh, Raheem de la Suds. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that. But uh, that guy got the win. Hmm? I don't remember a whole lot about this match. I don't remember. To be honest, I, was, I do not remember the pre-show. I was still kind of getting comfortable with the atmosphere of, of the show. But um, first match of the main card was a qualifying match for the David Lee Memorial Tournament. And this was actually... As you said earlier, a card subject to change. It was originally going to be Levi Everett taking on Manders. But Manders did not make it. So instead, we got a triple threat match between Levi Everett, Devin Monroe, and JDX. I've never seen any of these three wrestle before. I've seen Devin a few of his matches. Man, what a stellar performance from all three Absolutely. in the match. Uh, you know... Levi getting his gimmick in, you know, with the butter, kind of it was kind of funny. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed that whole scene. Chur 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 chur. Um, you know, JDX, you know, that was my first time seeing. JDX. I thought he was gonna be the stereotypical um Apollo Cruz type gimmick, but he really wasn't. He had his own spin on it. Uh, and then Devin, you know, I've seen a few matches, just all around good wrestler. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Devin Monroe fan. Um, just seeing him a few times here, um, very, very talented performer. Very uh, talented. But JDX picks up the win. He and does. He wins me over because what a talented dude! Oh I, yeah, I really. can I can't wait to see more of him. Yep. And then the next match after that was uh, we had Olivia Rochelle taking on. Brooke Valentine, and I believe they call her the Queen Bee. Is that right? Yep. Okay. I see her on Twitter sometimes. I've seen her wrestle, like, I think once or twice before this. So Can uh, we she, talk about a uh, squash been, match of the night? It was squash match of the night. Yeah, I wish we would have got to see more of Olivia. Yeah. But I think we will later on down the road here at WrestleMax yeah. STL. I will say Brooke Valentine's gotten a lot better since I first seen her. Fair. Uh, next match, a David Lee Memorial Tournament qualifier. We have, I guess, again, I guess this one qualifies as a hot spot. Moonshine Mantel taking on heavyweight hustle Calvin Tankman. Oh, fr- I waited so long to see Tankman Me live. too, man. And ho, 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 ho. They, they baited us that first time off that suicide dive, and I didn't think we were going to get it. And then we got it. Man, those two tore the house down. Mm-hmm. Uh... First time me seeing Moonshine, dude's dude's pretty good. Yeah, I mean he's kind he's kind of got a little mix of a, a Manders and Jake something. Mm-hmm. Man, 
We'll get on. We'll get on Jake something later. Oh yes, um, we will. Calvin Tankman for one, uh, amazing wrestler. For two, uh, gonna break kayfabe. We've done it a lot tonight. After uh, during, I think I believe it was during intermission, uh, we went over to talk to Calvin, and he was he was real with us. He we Calvin's asked, super chill, dude. Super chill. Asked me to join the match. Was okay with taking photos. Complimented me on the Slipknot shirt. That's how you win me over. Unlike Ty Blade, who wants to insult me for my Slipknot shirt, but I'll get on that later. Love you, Ty. Hey, he's the dog. He is the dog. And we can't say the full version of that because we. I'll get that. We're, I'll we're get doing, that spot later. We're doing a family-friendly episode today, Noah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a that was a great match. Good match. Uh, Calvin Tankman does take the W there. Yes. Um. But before we get to this next match, uh, I keep forgetting to mention things. But this is what happens whenever I wait to do recaps. That when we do late night recaps. Yeah. Uh, so we are currently at midnight about. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got, hey, we had uh, Rohit Raju make a surprise appearance at the beginning of yes. the show. Kind of took over the show. I love Rohit, man. Uh, for those of you who uh, are living under a rock and don't watch Impact Wrestling, uh, Hakeem Zane. Yeah. Hakeem Zane. Yeah. He's, I guess he's going full on with the Rohit Raju now. I guess... Hakeem Zayn has faded away and classified himself as obsolete. Okay, we're already you know you, know you uh, want you know you want to say it. We're already getting sued by CBS, and now you're trying to get us sued by Impact. I guess they'll make us delete the podcast. See, hey, you you did that one, not me. Hey, yep. But uh, anyways, pretty much Rohit issues an open challenge. Says he's got his gear. He wasn't invited, but you know what? I'm he's here. gonna do it anyway. He's gonna wrestle, and he got quite a challenge that night. He did. And Lil Hollywood Hills Everett Connors. Oh. this is your first time seeing Everett Connors, and he it? won me over. I knew it. God, <laughs> love his gear. So I'll, I'll tell you this before we get into the match. When I first seen Everett Connors, I freaking hated his guts. How? I, I don't know. Like he he, was, he wasn't doing he like he wasn't doing the little Hollywood Hills gimmick Fair. that he's doing now. Like he was just kind of, I guess, the underdog character, and I just thought it was cliche and annoying. But like, like over the years, his character has just evolved so much, and like he's improved so much in the ring too and like this I'm a, hollywood hills gimmick is so good it is i it love is it so good for one it's kind of it's a pop punk kind of ish and i love that oh man great gimmick you know he didn't come out with the win but that doesn't matter a very great showing great he had a great showing and you know i think wrestle max is going to keep bringing him back yeah uh we saw him early, uh, later in the night with the rainbow Jeff Gordon jacket. Both me and you kind of had a mark out moment there. I loved so uh, at Anarchy, uh, he would wear he wore a Jimmy Johnson jacket out too, <laughs> and like there's a like he has a he's more of a goofy character over there. I like to say, but like he gets serious when he needs to get serious. But uh, like he'll like there was one match he came out like he was like in all bubble wrap. <laughs> And then there's another there's another match where he comes out in like like some kind of pajamas attire. I can't remember what kind of like was. a onesie maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then like there's another one where he came out in like a, a Jimmy Johnson Lowe's jacket. 
<laughs> That's the cool thing about Everett Connors. You never know what you're going to you get. You never know what Everett Connor you're going to get. Everett Connors is like a box of chocolates, all right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe that was a little... That was okay. Yeah! All right. Forrest Gump, anybody? I, I was going to say don't reference it. We're going to get sued again. Hey, I'm, I'm giving Forrest Gump a plug, all right? <laughs> I don't think it needs much of a plug when it's one of the best movies. Yeah, but the Impact Wrestling star, Rohit Raju, gets the win. Yep. Great match. Great match. Both good showings. Uh, another, now this may not be squash match of the night for you, but I think it's going to be squash match of the night for me. Because uh, we got to see Xavier Walker, who um, I think he's a very, very underrated guy. I've seen him a couple times. Was this, um, is this the guy that um, had the ghoul tights? I believe so. Yeah. yeah, he's a big guy, a good look, big, tall yeah. dude. Yep. Uh, he, he came out and he got a dominant win over... Uh, you may be familiar with uh, Chris Hendricks. Yeah. He was at CCW once. Once. One of Mike Outlaw's guys. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, Chris going in there, getting yep. looking at the lights, paying his dues, you know? I mean... Yeah, you yeah, got you got to pay your dues. I mean, it, it was a good look, though. I mean, it made Xavier look strong. Got to make your people look strong. Yeah. I mean, I, I see big things for the Walker... In the future. Yeah. Not the brother, brother Walker. Not the brother, brother well, Walker. I, I see big things for him in the future, too. But uh, I, yep. I'm talking, we're talking about Xavier Walker here. Yep. Um, back to the David Lee Memorial Tournament. Another qualifying match. We got the quad father, Camaro Jackson. And our on... boy, Jake something. Let me tell you about this match. I would say match of the night. But there is there's a match that did top it. That's the cool thing about... Russell Max just like it was like it was Glory Pro at first and I'm sure it'll still be Glory Pro once they come back on the 17th of April but I mean the the thing I took away from Russell Max is like oh you think this is going to be match of the night I you just it. wait you got you baited no um the quad father and Jake something tore the house down they sure did oh my it is always a treat to watch jake something wrestle and camaro jackson and camaro you know we we got us a double dose of camaro jackson mm-hmm. um i i'm at a loss for words at what to say in this match you know the back and forth action those spears from jake something dude oh my god everything that jake something does every time he hits somebody with those spears i don't think they're gonna get up like i'm not i'm not even wrestling cave hitting like when he hits somebody i'm actually scared for them Everything he does, it looks so brutal. Mm-hmm. Like rather it's rather it's one of those spears, rather it's a it's a tope, or if it's just a, a stiff forearm, you know. Thing I would like to say too is that both of these guys after matches are one of the kindest people in the business. Absolutely. Uh, me and Camaro have had a few good talks. Me and Jake something have a really really good talk mm-hmm. after uh, just talking about like the Mandalorian and talking a little bit. Kind of got our foot in the door for maybe him to come to Anna. Man, I would love to see Cash Borden and Jake something tear the house down. It's one of my dream matches right now. Yeah. That'd be a good match. I never thought about that one. It's, I, I, the reason I like it so much is it's just a two blend of two styles we don't see much. And I'll, I'll say Cash Borden has his own style because he's just Cash Borden. And sure. Jake something's that big, hard-hitting hoss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jake something picks up the win. He qualifies for the tournament. Yes, yes. 
another qualifier, which here we are, match of the night. KLD's return. Wow. Against Mike Outlaw. Okay, can we talk? Real name, no, no gimmicks. Can we talk about? Let's talk about it. The pop both of these guys got. This was probably one of the most split crowds I have ever seen in my, my history. My only of going complaint to with this is that it wasn't main. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, we're going to get on the main event. The main event was so good. That crowd was so drained. We'll I, get to it. We'll get Yeah, there. we'll get to that. We'll get I'll there. get to that after this. This was the most split crowd I have ever seen in a live event. And, man, at moments I've looked at Caleb and I'm like, oh, KLD's going to win this. Five seconds later, Caleb's like, no, Mike's going to win this. We were even split, dude. Dude, we were split. Like, I, at moments, I, at beginning, I wanted Mike Outlaw to win. And now I looked at Caleb and I'm like, man, dude, KLD's going to take this. Mike's not going to win. And then, like, it, it got down to, it was, like, five minutes before the end. And they hit that, um... Man, it's been so long. I'm not gonna remember. Hit like basically like a big ending spot. You're like, oh, that's it. And Mike kicks out at like two point nine 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 seconds, like almost over. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and then Mike Outlaw gets to win. And I've never like that crowd erupted. It did. And it was it was everybody. It wasn't just the Mike Outlaw side. It was the KLD fans it, too. You know, they those St. Louis people love all of No New Friends. They sure do. So the they are big in St. Louis. As they most would say big in Japan, they're big in St. Louis. So everything about this match was just great. From from the story of David versus Goliath to, you know, Mike and from Kev. friend versus friend, yeah, partner versus partner, mm-hmm. to KLD's return, to Mike, just... Mike telling him basically, I run St. Louis. Yeah, who runs? It, this it was the Battle of St. Louis, basically. It was basically, and um, in this in this case, Mike Outlaw came out on top. I will say this is the qualifier for the David Lee Memorial Tournament, and the winner of this April third will become the first ever River City champion. Yeah. Um. On to the main event. Any more thoughts? Uh, actually, before we get to the main event, um, so the guy, I don't think you were there, but um, last January, at the first David Lee Memorial Tournament that was with Glory Pro Wrestling at the time, um, KLD won that tournament, but afterwards, um, oh, yeah, large that. gentleman named Karam comes Karam. out and attacks KLD. I think I talked about this in... The very first episode of Four Sides that I've ever done. So, um, if, you, if, if you story if, if you want to hear the story about that a little Get more, scrolling. Uh, go back to that first episode, do a little listening. Um, thank you for jarring my mind about this. You know, uh, what's his name again? Karam. Karam, thank you. Yeah. Uh, he rolls with uh, Rohit Raju. Came down and cut a good promo. A yeah. very hard-hitting promo. Mm-hmm. And we got another locker clear. Yeah. Everybody in the locker came down and ripped these two guys apart. And I th- I don't know if they're going to collide at WrestleMax Episode 2. But, man, when they do, I want to see a Lumberjack match. Yeah. If it clears the locker room, clear the locker room one more time for it. KLD, I know you're a busy man, but if you're listening to this, fella... Shout out to you, Juan KLD. Yeah. Thanks for it. giving us a gateway to get it back up to St. Louis and oh, see yeah. the beautiful city. Oh, yeah. And also... Whenever you said all the wrestlers came out, it reminded me. I also want to commend Russell Max St. Louis on following all the CDC protocols. Oh man, so. like I want to. That was one 
fast cleaning crew. There, there's, yeah, it was. That was a very impressive cleaning crew. Very and impressive. Like, uh, very impressive on the way that they enforced the mask rules. Uh, everybody, like, you know, I, I had my doubts about, we've both had our doubts about going back up to St. Louis. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and if I ever wanted to go back to St. Louis in a time like this, it's a KLD promotion because KLD knows how to keep people safe. Like, yes. Like, and red Fl- and the staff of red, red flag. flag. Let's not let's get well. Let's give them credit too. Let's not forget about them. Yeah, and Kevin also knows how to send people home early, and that's and oh, it's yeah. not in a bad way. Like he wants to make sure everybody gets because he knows that we come up from Saint not from Saint Louis. We come up from Cape. Other people come from afar. Mm-hmm. He wants to make sure everybody can get to either where they're staying. Oh yeah, at a good time or home at a good time. Definitely, yeah. Kevin's a good show, man. He really does. Yeah. He takes care of us too. But um. Yeah, just big props to, to you, Kevin. Yeah, else. just wanted to put that. Just wanted to put that. Out. Commend them. Pray, yeah. pray, offer them praise Dude, on the CDC guidelines and stuff. And also, like, I I do see some shows still yet where, like, during the intermission with gimmicks, like some wrestlers won't wear masks when they come out. Yeah. Um, they did this time. Like, and even whenever they came out and like. When KLD and Karam were fighting and they broke they had, up, dude, they, they, were, they were wearing masks. Like, the only time they weren't wearing masks was when they were wrestling, which I wouldn't expect them to no, wear a I mask don't ex- while no. they wrestle. Unless you're uh, Don't Die Miles down TIWF. He actually wrestled in a mask down there. <laughs> Shout out to Don't Die Miles. So, we get on the main event. Uh, my only complaint is that this should have been a co-main event. Just because I, I do agree with uh, that. Because it was the Battle of STL in the co-main event. But man, this main event was Blair Onyx. Uh, this is my first time seeing Blair uh, versus Sue Young of Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Um, and not okay. I'm gonna touch on this. To whoever, and I know they're not listening. To whoever was making those jokes about the match, this is why we can't have nice things in wrestling. Yeah, I mean, um, it, no, uh, and this is gonna be a little bit of a serious no on the Foresight's podcast, and it's not gonna happen very often. But um, I don't stand for that crap. Yeah, there there were I know what you're referring to. There were some, there were some pretty disrespectful comments from people behind these, us. These and, two women are just trying to come out here and do what they love most, and that is wrestle. Yeah, and then you got they don't they don't need to, they don't need to stand for the comments that they get. They just need you people, just need to. Enjoy the wrestling and keep the stupid comments to yourself. Yeah, just because women are wrestling doesn't mean it's um doesn't mean like it's anything like I think what the guy said was uh like this is porn or something like that. It was a very vulgar thing that I just, I don't want to re say because I don't want to give him the time of day. Yeah, I know, and I know, I know, I said this was going to be a a family friendly episode, but. Uh, those, yeah. those kinds of people need to go to hell. Yeah. Like, you know, because these two women, they put on a show. Like, a great wrestling match. They did. Like, you know, and I really, really, really wish the crowd was more into it, but they were, that crowd was wore out. Yeah, I mean, this. and you can't blame them, man. No, I man. Mean, you just a... see Mike Outlaw versus KLD. I mean, it's just, uh, here's what I think. Like, with any, with any first show, there's going to be some mistakes, and yeah. you know... It, 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 I think it was just a mistake That's in fine. card placement. And, you know, yep. it, it's just something to learn Can from. we talk about how good Blair Onyx is in the ring? Very, very talented female wrestler. Absolutely. Down from the gimmick. Just the technical wrestling. Keeping true to the gimmick in the match. 
That's the same with Sue Young. Yeah, my first time seeing Blair was actually the last Glory Pro show before they shut the world down. She was against Kyla Ray, and I've been a fan ever since. Like this was, this was only my second time seeing her work in person. So. Now, before we went up there, Caleb, you were really on to me about how good Blair Onyx was, and you did not lie to me. Blair Onyx was amazing. She's great, dude. And you know she didn't come out with the win, but that it doesn't make any difference. It's that she came there and she. Showed her performance. She didn't let those very vulgar comments get to her yeah. in the heat of the moment. And then on to Sue Young. You know, I've seen Sue Young on TV many, many times. And she performed so well. I also like about this match about how they like played the characters. Oh, the clash the, of the, the, the clash of the characters. Yes. You know, Blair, you had yeah, the Blair, spider mm-hmm. Blair gimmick and then the undead bride of Sue Young. And it clashed so well i got to sit like i don't really sit back much and just enjoy wrestling i like to analyze i like to be up i like to look from different angles and see oh, what's yeah, going on definitely i sat back and observed this match mm. I, when uh if i ever figure out where they put the first episode i'm gonna rewatch it because this was such a good match just to sit down and watch it was i and mean take notes on it was i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of sad that like the crowd didn't get into it as much but again that's kind of the worn you know, out from the KLD. You know, it was kind of wore out but it was kind of good for me to sit down and observe and not have a loud crowd yeah yeah or as i like to call the good old japanese respect quiet respect <laughs> but no this was this actually was now to think about it, this was kind of a respect quiet match you it know it really was i mean this was just a like you said a sit and observe match it's it's it was kind of like watching a movie it to was. think about it. And you know, they did amazing. Uh, props to both of you got, uh, girls uh, for going out there and busting your butts. Absolutely. I hope we get a rematch in the future. Man, I want I, I want a young Onyx too. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. But very great debut show for wrestling. Very great. Um, you know, I do like how they were plugging uh, the... Ben Simon's podcast. Oh yeah, the, wrestling the, the with Grand, the Grandel. Yeah, wrestling okay. with the Grandel podcast. Uh, we'll go ahead and give him a free plug on here. Go, hey, go check out guys, the podcast, man. If you're it's... listening to us right after this episode, go over to Ben Simon's podcast. Give him a listen. He's a good friend of ours. Yeah, the, I actually listened to the Blaironix episode that they did, and like, I didn't know she was actually Russian. I thought that was just part of her gimmick. That blew my mind, dude. She's at. And when we were talking to her at intermission, and she started speaking Russian, my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. Can but, we talk about how good her autograph is from this? It thing? is like, like all these, like all these. I don't want to say indie wrestlers, but like all you know, the generation differences. People like curf- cursive is becoming obsolete. Oh, I thought we were gonna talk about the Velveteen Dream Auto. Oh well, that too. That's just that's just pure laziness. Like, bro. Uh, uh, for those of you that don't really know me in personal life, um, I'm a big I'm a big fan of collecting autographs. Yes, he is. So, uh, yeah, I'm really picky about uh, like what an autograph looks like these days. Okay, if I'm paying fifty dollars for a Velveteen Dream autograph, I'm not doing fifty it. For one, bucks. You're, for one, you're getting ripped off. Get this out of here. No, I've heard people paying fifty dollars for an autograph. No way, and it's just the V. After this, I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go like pee on the wall and then like <laughs> take a chunk out of it and then I'm gonna put that on eBay for like seventy bucks, dude. And I killed him again. But yeah, uh, let's talk about this next WrestleMania show coming up. Uh, not 
No, we'll not announce yet. Like, there's this is kind of more of a tournament show, and so uh, there's only four matches announced for it so, so far. So do we but... want to do this recap in the sense of doing it like a March Madness bracket? So here's no. So, well, we don't really know the tournament order yet. So yeah. here, here's what I'm proposing. I say we go through all of the matches, and then we predict. Who faces who? Who's who gonna, well, we predict who's going to win the overall tournament. Just and, from the four matches. And win the River City. City championship. Become the first River City wrestling champion. So, do you want to start out with uh, Matt Fitchett versus uh, Sharkbait? Sharkbait. Oh, ah, ah. Sharkbait. Ooh, ah, ah. I've only seen Sharkbait wrestle once, but man, I love a mixed martial arts gimmick. Wait, where did you see Sharkbait wrestle at? Glory Pro. Glory Pro, okay. Yeah. What, what Was that the Tom Lawler match? Yeah. Okay, I, I, didn't, I wasn't sure if you made it up for that one or yeah, not. Yeah, it was a Tom Lawler match. Okay. Um, Sharkbait is good. Like, really, really good. Oh, yeah. And he does actually do MMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got, you know, he's facing somebody who's on a good striking level by Matt Fitchett. You know, Matt Fitchett won half of the best season in the world, who we talked about earlier in the episode uh, on the zero one side. You know, hard-hitting Fitchett. Fitchett can do a little bit of everything. He's a style bender in an aspect. But I think Sharkbait is going to take the dub. I, I just like Sharkbait more in this aspect. Yeah, don't take anything away from Matt Fitchett oh, no, as, don't. A, as a singles competitor. Amazing singles competitor, Absolutely. but I just I think this is I think this is Sharkbait's night. Yeah. Or at least in this match. Ah, this is tough for me, man. I think the these all, all these are going to be tough. Yeah, they are. You know, um, I've been watching this shark. I've been watching Shark Bait for a while at Anarchy and Glory Pro, and yeah. like, he's always seemed to like he. He's a good performer, good technical wrestler, and um, he he just doesn't seem to get the win when, like, I don't know if I've ever seen Shark Bait win or not, and you know, I think it's his time to win. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm also gonna go with Shark Bait. Sorry, Matt Fitchett. Again, going to be a great match. Yeah, I really, I really do think so, too. So we've got JDX taking on Jossie. Don't know a lot about Jossie. I know he was in, he was part of the Black Wrestlers Matter. That was a good event. It Have was. you seen the belt for them? I did I did see a picture of the belt Man, the that belt is pretty. I'm so glad they're uh, kicking off. Uh, Juneteenth of this year will be where they crown the first Black Wrestling Wrestlers matter. I may have to look at my calendar and see what I got going on that day. You know, uh, if I don't actually get to 10 in person, I'm going to order it. I'm going to sit back and watch it. You know, this is a very good promotion for a very good cause. Absolutely. You know, we, we kind of got into serious topics in this episode, and I'll get into it a little bit more. Uh, to the promoters, I don't know if you guys are listening, but thank you for doing this. Yes. To the black wrestling community. Yes. Like, there's been so, there's so much divide in this world. And it's good that you guys are taking the, I don't know what the assets needed to appreciate what we have in the black wrestling community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From from the likes of Devin Monroe, to the Mike Outlaws, to the Myron Reeds. Shay Sheens. Shay Sheens. You, you have all this good talent, and then they, find, they, get, they get their stage. And it's been deserved for so many years. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's gonna it's gonna be an amazing day, an amazing night to crown the first ever Black Wrestlers Matter champion. Yeah, and it is sad that there is still discrimination in wrestling. It is. It yeah. it's 
you know, you think we'd leave this in the Cornette era. It's people like Cornette why we still have stuff like this. Well, I wouldn't say just because of Cornette. Yeah, it, it, Cornette and other people. And it's yeah, just, yeah, I know what you mean, but it's like... Uh, there doesn't need to be, like... Uh, we're, we're, we've already got serious. Uh, we had a CCW show down in Delta a few years ago. Yeah, we did. And uh, I think you know what I'm about to refer to. Yeah, the the guy. We, that... we had an incident where a redneck was just, you know, spewing whatever. And then he got into racial terms. Mm-hmm. Now, at a wrestling show when there was kids, there was no need to say the words he said. I mean, there was no need for him to say that, period. There's just, there's just no place for that. No. In uh, wrestling or even and in this world. I want to say... The CCW management, they took charge, got him out of there, and I believe he's been banned. Yeah. Like, he yes. deserves to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but Juneteenth this year is going to be a really, really historic day for wrestling. Yeah, it is. And we're going to see the first ever Black Wrestlers Matter mm-hmm. champion. Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to either be there or sit down and watch it. I am too, but let's get back to wrestling, yeah. Max. So we got... I'm going to pick JDX for this oh, one. Because just... How impressed I was! Oh, with dude, him. he won me over. Mm-hmm. We got two more first round matches. We got uh, Xavier Walker taking on Mike Outlaw. We got Mike Outlaw. Yeah, I mean, you I... Know, I like Xavier Walker, man. If a crowd is ever going to be against one single man the entire night, it's going to be the crowd against Xavier Walker. Yeah, I mean, I I put over Xavier a little earlier, but I I, I said big things are coming for him, but I don't think it's going to be that night. I'm going to go with Outlaw because, I mean, you just can't. Here's my end prediction. I think Mike's going to make it all the way to the end, and he's going to face the winner of this next match. Yeah, um, I was going to say, after after last after last month, you just can't have Mike Outlaw lose the first round. No. No, there's, it just doesn't make sense. No. But this next match, final first round match, <sighs> another big hoss fight. This... It's gonna be. This might be a dream match, man. Uh-huh. Jake something versus Calvin Tankman. I've had an hour and forty minutes to make up my mind on this match, and I still haven't done it. I know. Um, man, Kev, you really know how to how to get my brain rolling and thinking on wrestling. Uh, for one, I'm a big Jake something mark. You can ask Caleb. I'm a big Jake something mark. You can probably ask anybody that. That's the truth. Um, but Calvin Tankman. The dude won me over. For one, his kindness after his match. And two, his pure athletic ability. And he, you know, him and Jake are both mostly dudes. And big, kind of like big boys. You know, they're hosses. They shouldn't be able to throw their body around like they should. But they are. And this is going to be good. And I think the winner of this, I think the winner of this will be the first ever River City champion. Caleb. <laughs> Say who you want to win first, because I still made my mind up. Oh man, I don't know if I've made my mind up either, but I mean, uh, just both of these make so much sense. It does. Like, uh, Kev really got our gears rolling, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, he did. You know what? Just because, like, I think just because I think WrestleMax is big about like. Helping out like the up and coming stars, like Jake something has kind of had a, a name made for himself in the same. And Louis that's what area. I was gonna say. So I think I'm gonna go with Tankman on this one. I think Jake something is gonna put over Calvin Tankman. I think and so I think at, I think at the end of the night it's gonna be Mike Outlaw versus Calvin Tankman, and Calvin Tankman's gonna pull up the upset, and your first ever River City champion will be Calvin Tankman. Man, 
I think it's gonna. I think the first River City champion is gonna be Mike Outlaw because I, I don't like, see. I see. You know, and just um, I made a, well, just like March Madness, you're always gonna have upsets like we did today. Yeah. I think that's gonna be the biggest upset. I think it's gonna be Calvin Tateman defeating Mike Outlaw to be the River City champion. You know, as he talked about, you know, Mike Outlaw's gonna have his moment too. I mean, when we're talking about the River City champion, though, we're talking about the King of St. Louis Wrestling. You got a point, but I think there needs to be an upset. And I think Calvin Tateman needs to take it. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I respect your opinion, but we do have a disagreement. I'm gonna go with Mike Outlaw, man. Fair. I mean, I think Mike Outlaw has been putting in a lot of work for a lot of time. I think he deserves this. Fair. Both to both of them, they they both deserve it, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really good fight. Hey everyone, just jumping in for a little editing note here. Um, there have been three matches that have been announced since we recorded this episode that will be taking place on April third. At WrestleMax St. Louis's episode two, David Lee Memorial Tournament. So one of the matches is going to be a redemption gauntlet where the winner will get a shot at the River City Championship. And it's going to be featuring some of the people that lost qualifying matches from the first show and then some other familiar faces that you've seen around. Um, another match that I'm really looking forward to is going to be Blair Onyx taking on Brooke Valentine. And then... We have KLD taking on Moonshine Mantel. So those are going to be three awesome matches. Yeah, so um, if you want to get tickets for WrestleMax St. Louis Episode 2, uh, you can get tickets now at 1999.com. That's number 9, T-E-E-N, 90-N-I-N-E.com. Better hurry, they're about to sell up. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> and that's going to be on April 3rd, 2021. That's a Saturday. That's a Saturday. No Sunday shows. Uh, Sunday shows. Are, they wear you out. Man. That's the one complaint I had about Glory Pro whenever they were running Collinsville. Yep. Like, it was a great venue hey, and those everything. Those tacos. Those were, tacos are amazing, but... Uh, only thing I didn't like is they ran on Sundays. And that was hard. That was, those Mondays were the worst. They man. were, man. But, Dude, we're going to crash after this. Yeah. But, yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, so, Zero One USA coming up on March 27th. CCW tomorrow. Well, this would be in the future. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll do a CCW recap here soon. Then we'll, yep. Yeah, we'll be, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, Our calendar is pretty full for the... Oh, yeah. Hey, and let's be glad that it is because at this time last year, we really didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it was a... Dark time. It was a very dark time. Like, but this we're getting back to normalcy. Yeah, I mean, there was a question of like, are things ever going to be... Are we ever going to get to go wrestling shows again? And I'm glad I'm glad we're getting back into Me too. it. So, yeah, we're going to go and get rested up for tomorrow, guys. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in, thanks everybody. For, yeah, thanks for tuning in. If you're still with us, shout out to you. Uh, thank, thanks for listening, and I hope I hope you check out some of these wrestling shows we talked about today. Um, next episode, we're probably going to talk to Brother Brother Dalton Anthony. Brother Brother. And... As always, card subject to James, but and we have Mike and Knight also. Yeah, I think we that, that that'd be in the future, but we're recording this soon there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, it, it'll be what it'll be. You'll yeah. find out. <laughs> Make sure you go over and follow us at Four Sides IP on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you hit follow and like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and all your other select podcast platforms. 
you'd like to grab some Four Sides merchandise, head over to tpublic.com. Again, thank you for joining us for this episode of Four Sides, and we will see you next time. Peace!